Hey, this is my pre-recorded announcement reminding you that you can subscribe to the podcast on the platform that you are listening to it on. The podcast Secrets of the Art World is now available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thank you. This episode was originally recorded in 2019. Welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Matt Gleason, where we reveal secrets of the art world. Is Kehinde Wiley the artist of the decade, 2010 to 2019? Let's look at his career and ask in our series on who the artist of the decade was. Was it him? Kehinde Wiley spent last decade establishing the foundations of his career. He perfected a specific type of portraiture in his signature hyper-realistic rendering and over-decorated compositions, and his subject uh, was consistently African-American men, Black men, rendered heroically, vulnerable, and much more human than our culture at large has ever allowed, or really has ever had the capacity to accept. And he did this, he got well known, especially for paintings of his subjects, mimicking poses from classical paintings, um, men on horseback. But, you know, black men in contemporary garb, in these heroic classical painting poses on horseback, just not a, not a typical subject of an American painting. And of course, you know, the irony of these poses really forces us to confront that they were ironic primarily because uh, African-American men are not viewed as independently heroic figures in American culture. They just aren't. Um, you know that he's, Kehinde Wiley's from South Central. He was discovered by Jeffrey Deitch during a residency at the Studio Museum in Harlem in 2005. So that's a feather in Deitch's cap. And, uh, but this is, this is all what was established last decade. But he really started taking off um, this decade. Now, a little controversy. He got known for having uh, assistants work on his painting and gas made in China. Chinese assistants in a studio in Beijing. But he always, always, always paints the central figure, whereas the assistants apply his elaborately patterned backgrounds. The backgrounds are just, they have this kind of, um, this combo, like they're, they're this kind of pattern and design, this abstract painting in a lot of ways, this complete overwhelming horror vacui where there isn't a spot left untouched. And yet they're all in service of these central figures. Um, now, with that foundation, uh, he had a lot of breakthroughs this decade. Uh, he started uh, adding women to his repertoire and uh, in 2012. And so it, it's, it's a very well-rounded uh, presentation. 
And the big news, of course, well, look, this decade he had numerous exhibitions worldwide. He currently, uh, here we are, we're now recording this, it's 2019. He's got studios in Beijing, in Brooklyn, and um, he has his own residency program in Dakar, the capital of Senegal in Africa. So uh, you can apply for that residency, I believe. Um, the big news, of course, of the decade, the biggest news was he was selected by Barack Obama to paint the official presidential portrait. The first black president and the first black artist to paint a presidential portrait. And it was, if you look at all the other presidential portraits, it was a non-traditional portrait. And it made a lot of news when it was revealed back in February of 2018. And this decade, you know, you have, uh, uh, you know, from 2010 to uh, January 2017, Barack Obama was president. So it was you know, seven complete years uh, of, of his presidency so dominated the decade despite <laughs> what came after um of course when it was announced that kahindi wiley was going to be painting barack obama's official portrait there was controversy because he had made a painting based on the classic judith and holfernes painting which was a a classic subject of classical painting a classic subject of classical painting geez i have a huge vocabulary um, but he, he based this painting on, um, a classical painting by Baglione from a painting in Rome. And, uh, Judith and Holferness is based on a story where Judith says she's going to turn on her people, the Israelites, and, uh, the Assyrian general Holferness and her get together. And then when he falls asleep, she chops his head off. So, um, pleasant subjects. So, Candy Wiley's take on Judith and Holferness was a black woman, knife in hand, wearing a beautiful designer dress with amazing floral patterns just dominating the background. But that knife uh, that she's holding was used to cut off the head of a white woman. Uh, kind of, uh, yikes. A lot of, uh, a lot of layers there, historic, contemporary. And so, of course, you know, in D.C., they make these manufactured controversies. So, uh, but despite that, and, and it's a fantastic painting, and uh, he has continued to uh, work in this signature style. But why is he the artist of the decade with all this? I mean, you got the Obama painting, and it's it's a unique painting. Uh You've got Obama sitting in a chair, leaning forward, behind a wall of ivy with some flowers. Uh, each of the flowers supposedly has a magical reference. Or, you know, they're kind of like, do you know, like, this is a flower from Hawaii, and Obama was from Hawaii. So, hey, um, things like that. But it's a very intense portrait. I've seen it in person at the National Portrait Gallery in Washington, D.C. I'll tell you what there is. There's actually a painting. The closest painting to it was Elaine de Kooning did a painting of John Kennedy. And it's actually a terrible painting, but it's very abstracted and extremely heavy brushwork. And uh, so, so, so there's this kind of like 
I don't want to say um, historical precedent because Elaine de Kooning, uh, you know, couldn't carry Kahindi Wiley's jockstrap. Uh, it's it, it, but it, but there it has been there have been presidents who have posed for uh, paintings where somebody really went uh, a little edgy. Uh, in California, Don Bacardi did uh, Jerry Brown's portrait in the 1970s. And uh, you walk down the hall, not that I have, but I'm, I'm assuming there's a hall with all the governor portraits and everyone has these classical stiff oil paintings. And then you have this really loose, wildly colored Don Bacardi painting. And it kind of sums up the 1970s in a lot of ways too. And so I, I think we have to look at this as a meta sort of thing, like what will the Kahindi Wiley style tell future generations about this decade, uh, which, it, you know, it makes him the artist of the decade. Uh, he's certainly a contender for that because maybe there are clues to how this decade will be seen. Will it be seen as gilded and overwrought, um, indebted? Uh, certainly a time where African-Americans primarily, but uh, people of color basically had a, had a much larger voice for the first time in American history of prominence, voice, and decision-making capacity. Um, Candy Wiley painted people that you don't see in the museums, and he brought in people who otherwise would be ostracized by the museum. He brought them into these spaces. He did so with paintings that are elaborate, poignant. Most important, though, these paintings are unapologetic. They are heroicizing marginalized people, previously marginalized people. And I think he reflects a decade of great change, progress in a lot of ways. And again, just the way that he makes a painting, if we pull back one step, what will that say about uh, our times, our decade? We'll have to travel to the future one day. One day at a time <laughs> and find out. So, um, these are the arguments in favor of Kendi Wiley being considered artist of the decade. And in my ongoing podcast series, Secrets of the Art World, I will be examining a few others before decades end. We've got about a month left. Keep tuned in. Thanks for listening. This episode was originally recorded in 2019.